Well, hello, welcome to Spade a Spade podcast once again. And today we're going to get a little bit serious about a few things. So this goes all to all the people who are interested in technology and all the techies in the house. So we're going to talk a bit about learning technology in the information age um, and also how the world has changed. And that's really not a cliche. So learning technology in the information age is um, <coughs> basically what I intend to change the way you look at learning technology and education in general. I expect many of you will discover that the way you are currently learning technology is shockingly inefficient and that many of your assumptions about how to best learn technology are completely wrong. Now, this is a strong statement and you may be ready to dismiss them out of hand. After all, you'll be learning technology all along. You've been working in the field, you've been getting good grades in your classes, you have a certification perhaps. Take a moment and think back at the last technology you learned. What did you bother? Did you think strategically and evaluate whether the benef- benefits of learning the technology justify the effort? When you started, did you take the time to plan out your course of study or did you just grab whatever resources you happened to find? Career, careering from website to books to courses like a ball on tint or pinball machine. Well, how far did you get? Beginners, intermediate, expert. And did you choose the level that you wanted to reach ahead of time? Or um, you just kept studying out of habit? Well, that last one is a strict question. As it turns out, thinking of learning a technology as a spectrum of beginner to expert is hopelessly obsolete. I'm not going to waste your time here with cliche or obviously approaches like taking a class or using online search defined information. That's common knowledge. And the real problem is that common knowledge itself is obsolete. Well, here we are going to demolish some well-loved cliche and assumption and explore what it really means to learn technology in the information age. So let's see and talk about the information revolution. Now here, I was promising to demolish well-loved cliche and here I'm starting with one. We live in the information age. The world has changed. Is the information revolution. What a cliche. And what does it bring to mind? Flat screen TV, smartphones, and endless gadgets. So let's get one thing clear. All of those gadgets and technology are superficial and irrelevant. I love gadgets as much as anyone, but those are not what makes this information, information age or makes this era the information revolution. Because you see, the term information revolution is not a cliche. It is a reality. 100 years from now, they will refer to this period in the same way that we look back on the Industrial Revolution, the Resonance, and the Agricultural Revolution. And this is no marketing hype or general hyperbole. There is something new under the sun, and its impact on human society is and will continue to be as significant as the discovery of agriculture, the printing press, and the steam engine. In fact, 
There are two new things under the sun. First, for the first time in human history, it is possible for, an, for any individual to communicate directly with any number of other individual and to engage in comments with any number of other individuals at effectively zero cost and with zero delay. In the past, it has been possible for a few people to communicate with many people. The printing press and later broadcast media so to that. But for anyone to do so, that is new. Second, for the first time in human history, every individual can have access to virtually all human knowledge at effectively zero cost. A few of you may object to this point, noting that it's not true for every individual on the planet, and that is true, but it's also being picky. The technology to support what I describe exists and the trend in that direction is clear. We are well on the way. These changes are having a huge impact on every aspect of society. Many of the consequences are obvious though we don't always see them in the context of these two facts. The growth of e-commerce and online retailer, the increasing mismatch between available jobs and people with the skills needed to fill them, and the widespread adoption of social networks and clear results on these two revolutionary developments. Despite its best effort to resist change, education is being impacted as well. I'm not referring to the obvious changes. <laughs> the presence of computers in classrooms, um, computer-aided training, testing, and even online courses like this one. Like gadgets, those are the symptoms. Today's expression of the massive underlying changes that are occurring and are, and are but a hint of things to come. The change that really matters can be found in the death of a cherished phrase one that is not just obsolete but it is now a blatant lie so there's this say about knowledge is king perhaps the king is dead you've had the phrase knowledge is king knowledge is power knowledge is the most valuable commodity well if knowledge is king the king is dead once these phrases are true one will study to gain knowledge and no knowledge could open the doors to opportunity and respect. You could be the one people uh, will go for answers and will be paid nicely in the process. One of the consequences of the information revolution has been a sudden and extreme devaluation of knowledge. Knowledge is now cheap, indexed by Google and delivered directly to your computer or on your phone instantly. Wait, you may argue that's not knowledge, but information. They aren't the same thing, and while that is true, it doesn't really matter. Both have experienced the same devaluation. Ask a question or ask for help. Chances are good you'll find the question asked and answered already. Your problem solved and the information in a correct context. What? You think that doesn't count? Well... <laughs> If you have a problem to solve and you can solve it by bringing somebody else knowledge in the task at virtually no cost, how important is it that you yourself have the knowledge to solve the problem? I know that's almost 
blasphemy. And I bet you can come up with many reasons why it is important that you don't gain knowledge yourself. But from an economic perspective, if the knowledge needed to solve the problem is readily available for free, the value of you having the knowledge yourself is, is effectively zero. I mean, at zero, zero cost. In the realm of technology, it's not just the knowledge that has been devalue, devalued. So has the technology itself. Gone are the days when <coughs> using a building technology required a small fortune in hardware and software. The cost of hardware of all types of crashed. It has been years since you needed access to university or corporate labs to have hands-on experience with most technology. Today, individuals can afford all the technology they need to learn whatever they want to, and the tools would probably be better than what you'll find in schools or even at work. And when it comes to software development, <coughs> almost everything you need is free. Open source alternatives to paid software software are widely available and sometimes just as good as better than the commercial equivalent. If knowledge and tools are cheap, what is left? The answer is skills. We are no longer a knowledgeable based society. We are a skill based society. Most people just haven't realized it yet. Though the signs are all around us, once almost any college degree guaranteed a good job. Now it doesn't. Nobody cares what you know. They care what you can do. Having knowledge is not enough. <coughs> Knowing how to use it, whether it's, you, it's your own knowledge or someone else, is everything. So in this course and in this podcast, the emphasis will not be on learning, at least not in the traditional sense of acquiring knowledge. Our emphasis will be on gaining skills learning how to put the used knowledge that you have and knowledge that you have acquired as acquires as needed qualification matters even when a graduate from school uh, there was a common belief that when it can when it came to technology nobody cared where you went to school as much as they care about what you did on your last job it was true then and it's more true now it's not enough to be able to do something you have to prove it you need evidence formal degrees matters more and less than before more because they do present a form of certification that you know something less because knowing things is less important than it was and because there are more and more ways to prove your skills and knowledge as you continue we're going to look more deeply at uh, the consequences of these changes, how they demand that you look differently at learning technology, and on the strategics <coughs> and on the strategies that you can use to take full advantage of information revolution going forward. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast today. Um, keep track of the next uh, learning paths and the technology in the information age. Thank you. Do have a lovely evening.